Hello everyone. Hello and welcome to Bible study this evening. Welcome to our Bible study this evening. And our topic of study today is the great commandment. It's an amazing topic. <laughs> Jesus loves you. I just want you to know that Christ loves you and He cares for you. And so our text for this evening is taken from Matthew 22. Matthew 22, verse 36. Yes. 22, 36. 36. Read. We're starting from 36. Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the the Lord, the God, with all the heart, and with all the souls, and with all the mind. This is the first and great commandment. Hallelujah. The first and the great commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. And I just want you to understand this, Evelyn wheresoever you are listening from and those of you who are listening live and those of you who are listening through my podcast and other medias i just want you to know that god loves you and he cares for you no matter the situation that you are going through and he will never leave you nor forsake you and this is what it says but we need to understand what is the great commandment what is the great commandment now, the word commandment, we need to understand first. Let's know what is the commandment. The word commandment in Greek is entlo, which means authoritative, charge, direction, or mandate. And so, it's a mandate. It's a direction. Now, therefore, the great commandment is a mandate of loving God with all your heart, soul, and your mind. Loving God with all your heart, soul, and your mind. And so one thing I want you to understand here is this. When you love God, you will love the people of God. Because the word of God helps us to understand that God created you and I in his image and likeness. So you can't tell me you love God and you don't love your brother. You can't tell me you love God and you don't love your brother. And you love your brother, you don't love God. So the love is incomplete. It's incomplete. Okay, so um, to the great commandment is the, the mandate or the precept of loving God with all your heart, your soul, and your mind. Loving God with what? All your mind, your heart, sorry, your soul, and your mind. And we're going to understand what does it mean to love God with your heart, what does it mean to love God with your soul, and what does it mean to love God with your mind. How can I love God with my heart? <laughs> how can I love God with my soul? And how can I love God with my mind? You getting me? Okay. Now, 
Love, well, let's understand what is love. Love is commitment. The meaning of love is what? Commitment, obedience, and sacrifice. I mean, sacrifice or sacrificial action. For every love, there is commitment. And for every love, there is obedience. And for every love, there is sacrificial action. Now, let's just see what the word of God helps us to understand in St. John chapter 3, verse 16. It says, For God so loved the world. And what happened? He gave. And so giving is sacrifice. And so if you want to define what is love, love, giving, giving is love in action. And so whenever God, when God loves, he gives. And so whenever you love, you, you will give. You will give. You will give. And so giving is not all about money. Giving is not all about material things. But we can give our time. We can give our energy. And so this, all these things are precious. So when we love, we must give. And so one thing I want you to understand here is this. Every one of us have something to give. We have something to give to God. We have something to give to others. Because if I give a man of God, I've given God. If I give a child of God, I've given God. And so once we love, we will give. So love is commitment. Love is obedient. If you don't know what is love, let me tell you now. Love is sacrificial action. Love is sacrificial action. Let's read First John chapter 4, verse 8. First John chapter 4, 8. First John 4, 8. You see, he that loveth not, loveth not, knoweth not God. For God is love. And so the very nature of God is love. <laughs> the very nature of God is what? Love. That is why he said, verse 7, Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God, and knoweth God. So, in other words, if you hate, you don't know God. If you know love, you know God. Because the nature of God himself is love. The nature of God himself is love. And when we read St. John chapter 14, verse 15, it says something very, very, very much powerful. St. John 14, uh, 14, verse 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me, keep my what? Commandment. In other words, if you love me, obey me. If you love me, be committed to me. If you love me, you must sacrifice to me. That is the reason why Jesus said, if anyone wants to follow me, he must take up his cross. He did not say take your mother's cross or take your brother's cross or take your father's cross. But he said, you must take up your own cross. So every one of us have a sacrifice that we must make for God. Every one of us have a sacrifice that we must make for God. And so, if you say you are a child of God, if you say you are a missionary, if you say you, you are a servant of God, if you say that you are a child of God, then you must do something tangible for God. Your precious time. What is the risk that you are taking to win a soul unto God? What is the sacrifice that you are making to reconcile one soul to God? These are the indications of God's love. It is not just about you saying I love God. 
because you have everything that you need to worship God. Let's see what happened to Sinarus when Job was being tempted, was tried. The devil said, God, it is because you have given everything unto him. That is the reason why he loves you. And the word of God supposed to understand that God allowed the devil to do whatsoever he could do to Job. God, Job continued to be steadfast. He continued to love God even in dying time. He never turned around. He never turned his back from God. When the woman said, cause God and die, and I said, you wicked woman, can we receive good from God and do not expect evil? And so, true love is not when all is well, but true love is discovered in the time of difficulties, in the time of hardship. Those who say they love God, they must prove it when they are persecuted. They must prove it in time of challenges, in time of hardship. There is a time you will, we will know that you love God. It's not when all things is wild that you celebrate God. And so, what does it mean to love God with all your hearts? Let's understand this. What does it mean to love God with all your heart? It is to render your heart to God. It is to render your heart to God. And then, and, and, and then render your heart to God. Matthew uh, 15, 8, and uh, we, will, we will learn something from that. Matthew 15, 8. These people draw it near unto me with their mouths. I think Christ was talking about the hypocrites. With their mouths. And honoreth me with their lips. But their heart is far from me. And so today we have so many people on Facebook, on YouTube, doing all kinds of things. But down deep their hearts, they don't love God. Because loving God with your heart is rendering your heart, giving God your heart. It says, verse 9 says, But in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrine the command of men. But in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandment of men. And so we have people today that are teaching. We have people today that are singing. We have people today that are worshiping. But they are doing it in vain. Because their heart is far from God. Some are serving God because of what they are getting from God. Some are serving God because God has blessed them. And so what if God has taken everything from you? Would you serve God? Like what happened to Job. God took everything from him. God allowed the devil to, took, uh, to remove everything from him. Down to his health. Job continued to say, one thing I love. He said, one thing I know. I know my Redeemer's life. He said, I will never let go my integrity. I will never let go my integrity. I will never let go my righteousness. I will never let go my love for God. Because God first in my life, God first in every situation, God first in every aspect of our life. When you lost everything, God will restore everything. But when you lost God, you lost everything. When you lost everything, you do not lose God. You will gain everything. This is what we must understand. When God is with you, 
it will cause the scripture help us to understand it says when you a man way pleases the lord god will make even his enemies to be at peace with him so when god when your way pleases god god will make what is impossible with others to become impossible for you because he's with you the scriptures is the heart is the lord and the fullness thereof what is it that you want that you will not get when everything belongs to god everything belongs to him in uh, Joel chapter 2 verse 12, let's read what Joel said. He's, I think he's a prophet. Uh, oh, I'm not a theologian. Uh, I'm a Bible student. So, so uh, Joel, the Holy Spirit is leading me to do what he wants me to do. Joel chapter 2 verse Joel chapter 2. Okay. Um, it's Joel 2. 12, sorry. Joel chapter 2 verse 12. Keep carrying me to 1. Therefore also now says the Lord, Turn you even to me with all their hearts, and with fasting, and with weeping, and with mourning, and rend your hearts and not your garments. Rend your heart. To rend is to open up, or to open up. Rend your hearts, not your garments, and turn unto the Lord your God, for is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness, and repent him of evil. And so God wants you and I to, to love God with all your heart is to rend your heart, open your heart and allow him to come and sit in your heart. Allow him to be the Lord of Lords. Allow him to be the King of Kings. Rule in your affairs, rule in every area of your life. He alone must be the King, the throne, sit on the throne of your heart. He alone. Not any other but him alone. That is what it means. That is what Joel said. Rend your heart and not your garment. So many of us are rendering our garments, our coats, our shoes. <laughs> we are given a garment. We are given whatsoever for the eye sins of men. But we are not given the heart. God wants the heart. Tell somebody, God wants the heart. Not the house alone. Not the cloth alone. Not the cars alone that you offer. But he want the hearts. He want the hearts. Let the hearts be. Because some of us want people to say, yes, we can give to God. Some of us want people to say, yes, we love God. But then deep in our hearts, we don't love him. We don't love him. Because one, why this commandment is the greatest commandment? It is because when you love, you love everything. When you love God, you love everything that concerning God. When you love God, you will love the word of God. When you love God, you will obey the word of God. When you love God, you will be committed to God. In service, in every aspect. Today we have people that, that make revival and then... The cause they incurred, if they don't get 
equivalent to what they incur, uh, they will say, ah, the reviver is not fine. Why? Because I spend uh, uh, 5,000 and then I, I just get 500. And so uh, it's, not, it's not fine. It's not fine. But do you know, can you compare a soul to the amount you spend? It won't sound that the wind. That is the reason why the scriptures ask the question. He said, what shall it profit a man if he gain the whole world and lose his soul? So in other words, there is nothing worth more than a soul. Nothing in this world worth more than a soul. And that is the reason why the scripture says to love God with our soul. With our soul. And so one of the ones you understand also to love God with your heart also is to have a pure and a fleshy heart. To have a what? A pure and a fleshy heart. God do not want us to have the stony heart. He wants us to have the fleshly heart. That the word of God will easily penetrate. <laughs> God's word must penetrate in your heart. But today some of us, our, our hearts are stones, rocks. <laughs> when the word goes, it will hit on the rock and fall down again. And we are... They, these are the kind of people that are always shouting in the church. They are always saying, Amen, Pastor. Preach it. Yes. But the word of God do not sink in their hearts. Let's see what uh, uh, the Theonomy uh, 30 says. Oh, 30, the 6 says. It says, And the Lord the God will circumcise the heart and the heart of the seed to love the Lord the God with all their hearts and with all the souls and with and thou may live. So is it has circumcised. We need us we need believers that, are, that have a circumcised heart. That have a circumcised heart. Because that is the only way the word of God will penetrate in your hearts. It say, and the Lord that God will circumcise thy heart and the heart of the seed to love the Lord that God with all the heart. So in other words, without a circumcised heart, there is no love of God. So that is the reason why the children of Israel require a circumcised heart. <laughs> God is talking about a circumcised heart. And you and I also, our hearts must be circumcised. Remove this flesh, the, 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 the old flesh. Remove the old flesh that is, that is of wickedness, selfish, greed, backbiting, jealousy, and envy, materialism. These things must be moved. It must be removed because when the spirit of lust, when the spirit of materialism taking over your heart, it will not permit the word of God to penetrate in our hearts. So we need a circumcised. We need a circumcised. We need a circumcised. And then God's word will penetrate in our heart. God's word will penetrate in our spirit, in every part of our life. Let's see what Ezekiel says. I love, I love Prophet Ezekiel. He's a bold prophet. Yes. Let's see what it says. Ezekiel 36. 36. Verse 26. It says, A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit I will put within you. 
and I will take away the stony hearts out of your flesh, and I will give you an heart of flesh, a stony heart. We know what is a stone. We all know what is a stone. Can, can, can water penetrate through the stone? No. It is impossible. And the word of God is the water that needs to go in. And so when we have the fleshy heart, it will absorb the word of God. It will absorb the word of God. But a stony heart cannot absorb the word of God. And until the word of God is absorbed in your heart, and then it will take over your entire being. And so God wants his word to absorb in our heart and take over our entire being. And so those who are influenced by the word of God are the sons of God, are the daughters of God, are the children of God. There is a reason what the scripture says, those who are led by the spirit of God are the sons and daughters of God until you are led. And there is no way the Holy Spirit will lead you when the word of God do not penetrate into your heart. What does he mean? Uh, what about loving the God, your God with all your soul? Loving your God with all your soul, it is to love God in your living, in our decision, in our lifestyle. To love God in our living, our decision, in our lifestyle. That is our soul. One thing I want you to understand here is that the soul is precious soul. It's very, very much precious. Let's read 1 John chapter 3. Oh, Jesus, I love you. 1 John chapter 3, verse 18. My little children, let us, love in, let us not love in words, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. So to love God... <laughs> With all your soul is to love God indeed and in truth. Indeed is by doing what he says. Indeed is by doing what he says. So we must stop saying we love him. We should show love in action. We should show love in action. So when the love of God creeps your souls... It will manifest in the physical. That is the reason why the scripture says, Behold, I wish above all things that you will prosper in health even as your soul prospered. So prosperity starts with our souls. When our soul becomes prosperous, and then it will reflect in the physical. It will reflect in our attitude. And it, will, it will reflect in our character. And then we will begin to see the fruit of the Spirit manifesting, love manifesting, meekness manifesting. All the things that you think about, the, the things of God, will become to manifest in our life because the love of God has gripped, has consumed our souls. Yes. Yes. This is what we need now. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. I love that scripture. Oh, Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, 220. It's a popular scripture. Huh? 220. I am crucified with Christ. Look at it. 
I am crucified. Who was speaking? Paul was speaking. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So to love God with all your soul is to crucify the flesh. Is to crucify the flesh and live for Christ. Live for Christ. Paul said, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith of the Son of God. To live by faith on the Son of, um, 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 of the Son of God. Live by faith. So those who live by faith, they are not trouble. Those who live by faith, they are obedience. Those who live by faith, they have integrity. Those who live by faith, they trust God for everything. They cannot do good, evil that good may come. No. They cannot do evil that good may come. What people say now. Because most of all says we should do good that evil that good may come. It's nonsense. Who told you that? And some of them says, help yourself and God will help you. These are the slangs that we use in Africa most of only. Which power do you have to help yourself? Which ability you have to help yourself? Paul says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. So there is nothing that you can do without Christ. So everything must be through Christ and him alone. So to love God with all your soul is to crucify the flesh and yield to his will by obeying him on a daily basis. What is loving God with your mind? To love God with your mind is to put on the Christ mind or is to have the Christ mind as Philippians says. Uh, that is Paul. Yes, I love this man. Philippians 2 verse 20. It said a powerful word. For I have, Philippians 2, Philippians 2, 5, sorry. It said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ. Which mind was in Christ? This is the question. Let this mind be in you that was in Christ, which, which, was, which is the mind. Who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of servant and was made in the likeness of man. The hum humility, obedience, commitment. This, we are in the mind of Christ. Love for others. And so, to love God with a mind is to have the Christ mindset. Think like Christ. Pray like Christ. Walk like Christ. Live like Christ. Do things like Christ. And then, we see our life becoming fruitful every day. Oh, Jesus, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. We bless you, God. Wherever you are today, and we're listening to this word, you have listened to this word, I just want to pray with you. Lord, I pray, God, that your word be penetrating the heart of your people, God. Your word be penetrating their heart. You will cause them to live according to your will. You will prepare their mind, their heart, their souls, for your coming thank you because you have done it we bless you god we give you praise in jesus name we pray amen